I thought we would start with green. I think we should start with the intro. Oh, God. Dave's not here. You think we can start with the intro? No. No. Welcome! <laughs> did I Did I peg it? Did I? Did I? I, I, I don't know. I wasn't looking. Oh. You, you, you probably spiked the mic. Oh, yeah. Yep. I <laughs> yeah, you did. spiked the mic. Go me. Try not to do that. I'll try not to. Yeah. I'll, I'll fail miserably. I know. <laughs> and welcome to the podcast. Such as it is. Because <laughs> when we don't have Dave, he we, forgets that he's supposed no. to like say his name. No, I know. Welcome to the Extreme Tasting League <laughs> Scotch Edition. I'm one of your hosts, Perrin. I am the other host that's here, Cedius, and Dave is absent again. Dave. No, Dave. And, you know, when Dave's not here, the podcast goes off the rails. So we're off to a great start already. When Dave is here, the podcast goes off the rails. Yeah, but in a very specific way, and it's less fun. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. When when, when we are off the rails without him, we're that train that's coming out of the second story. With him, it's just just off the rails. The screams are louder and more prolonged. (laughs) Well, they have to look at me more often than, you know, because dividing the time. Anyway. So we have guests. Ooh, we hey do. guests! Why don't you introduce yourselves? Hello, we are the guests. I'm uh, Josh Holt, and I'm here to drink some delicious whiskey. Well, well, we can guarantee half of that. Yes, it right. will be whiskey. Sometimes it's delicious. Sometimes it's not. Having had some of the both, um, I'm Carly. I'm the token girl. Well. <laughs> You're the only girl here. I wouldn't call you token. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've, we've had other ladies on the show. Mostly because South Park has the copyright to the I said girl, not token, lady. I think. No way am I a lady. I was giving you the benefit of the doubt. But if you're going to call yourself, then, you know, it's okay. A voice that, you know, listeners will recognize she's been around before. Here and there. I, I have so, to say. So you say we're doing red and green We're tonight. doing holiday for this podcast, even a, though it a, is... A month behind. A month behind. Because... So, know, uh, the first thing we're drinking is Spring, Springbank Green, <laughs> a, tribute, a tribute to Scotty. Hi. Oh, it reminds me of what, what, what is it? It's green. It's green. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, not actually green. No, but there's green I mean, on the we, bottle. We were so. all really disappointed in the Freya that it was not actually green. There's one that we had which was actually not blue either. Yeah, well, <laughs> we, we, we've had several that were actually not the color of the bottle they were in because, you know, colored bottles are dumb. And there has been one that was incredibly dark, though. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what it was now. Uh... We've had a couple that were like yeah, pretty like, dark, and not and not from the. There's one of them that wasn't just hey, I added extra caramel color, right? But it was actually wow, they this is dark, <laughs> like my soul. Um, for the life of me, I hope it was just called. Darkness. You have a soul. That uh, it's a saying. I actually did once, but you know, eh. didn't we all? <laughs> yeah, at least I that's what they, that's what they tell magic me. Magic beans and yeah. Now I have to say, I'm enjoying the the nose. It's get um plum. I'm getting some lemon. But then again, I was expecting that on a spring bank, so yeah. at least I'm not getting the lemon Lysol of the fifteen was. Hey, the first I'm I'm not getting the plum now, but the first thing. That I got when the the nose hit me was was plumish. 
or at least purple. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Smells purple. (laughs) That must be that must be where the plums coming from. You can take your synesthesia and go away. (laughs) Um, and uh, for the color, I'd say it's kind of a slightly darker, not dark, but um. It's, it's, it's more, typical. more. It, it's, it's a deeper amber. It's, it's, yeah, it, it, it's, it's, moved, not, it's, it's not definitely moved into amber territory out of straw. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I'm, I'm seeing where you're getting that plum now. I've gotten past the citrus note. Not a whole lot of other. I mean, I'm enjoying it, and it's certainly got some oomph, but I'm not getting a lot of other. Yeah, there's definitely it has an intense. Pleasant, at uh, least yeah. to me. I expect to taste kind of peaty. Well, that means I'm excited. <laughs> I'm, I'm not expecting a lot of peat. Really? I'm going to get a floral note that I'm trying to parse out, and I just... I'm, I'm just probably just going to have to go florals, and I really don't know my flowers that well. But Maybe it's just because I haven't drank as much as you guys, but it smells a lot like Aberfeldy to me. <laughs> That's sort of the scent I'm getting. Sorry, I've got to take a moment now. <laughs> I, I, I can see where you're going with that, though. It does. It, it is somewhat reminiscent of an Everfeldy. I got asked today, actually, at work, what my favorite scotch was, which is kind of an impossible question to answer. I mean... Who's your favorite <laughs> child? Yeah, well, that's easy. I have What's your favorite? What I go? <laughs> it better be that one, too. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's, it's like, what's your favorite movie? And, mm-hmm. and, you know, some people will be like, oh, that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is my favorite. But most of the time, it's like a science fiction movie, a drama, a comedy. I mean, Blazing Saddles is is wonderful, but I don't want to sit and watch Blazing Saddles over and over and over. There are days I'm I'm wanting some Star Wars, you yeah. know, and uh, they're very different. Or Shawshank Redemption, not exactly the same as Blazing Saddles. So, but Aberfeldy would be your desert island whiskey. No, I, well. My wife gave me Alberfeldi Twenty One, that, that which is right up there, which is one of the best scotches I've had. Mm. So better than the fifteen. <laughs> I'm getting <laughs> the lemon in the in the body. Yeah, definitely a, a big punch of of lemon. Um, it's fairly zippy. Yeah, it kind of yeah. hits you like a ton of bricks. Hmm. Actually, expecting that peatiness, it's more mild than I expected yeah. initially. Uh, okay, that's on the finish. slightly high, 46%. Mm. So, not a cask strength, but definitely mm-hmm. not, you know, 40. Yeah. Surprisingly, the initial hit, very mild. Mm-hmm. Almost no, no flavor. And then there's that surge of lemon. Um... And as it fades into the the finish, something astringent. Yeah, you know, something not soapy, but you know. Um, <clears throat> I, don't have a, I don't have a good descriptor for it. Well, just just astringent is. It's a pretty good descriptor. I, that, that, that's a, that's the note that that we got extremely powerfully on the fifteen, which is why we're all uh-huh. like Springbank, mm, hairy eyeball. <laughs> Um, my other favorite is the Springbank 21, mm. which I drank in Scotland. Oh, and I'm jealous. And we have a 21 to have at some point, but... now the, And the thing that I'm really worried about is, you know, if you get a... We, we've remarked before, if you get a uh, Glenfiddich 
12. It will taste like every other Glenfiddich 12 ever made. They work really hard to ensure that there is a consistency across year over year. But I think that's because they keep... It's like a rolling... Yeah. They don't empty... They don't make a 2018 Glenfiddich 12 and bottle it. And then make a 2019, which is different. Um, the Springbank 21, from what I've read, is not... I mean, it's different. There are certain like years of the 21 that are known as the really good years. And so I'm... I'm nervous that mm-hmm. it won't live up to my memories, but I wonder if that's a, a difference in in almost the uh, the ideas of the company because it seems like that's a totally different strategy. You know, sort of like, well, they like our Glenfiddich, so we're going to make it the exact same for oh, ever and ever. Well, some of it is volume mm-hmm. when you can produce that much um, and put out a consistent product. It might not be the most stellar product in the world, but it's a consistent product, mm-hmm. and just like, you know, a McDonald's hamburger, it's the same everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, if you don't know what you, you know, want to get, you can always safely go to Glenlivet 12, because it's inoffensive, mm-hmm. relatively low-priced for a single malt, mm-hmm. and is readily available because they make so goddamn much of it. Mm-hmm. Um, where and if you like whiskey, it's a great but I mean, right. no one's going to go. Oh, I don't care for that, but I like whiskey. Right. Well, probably not. No. I mean, I, I'm not a personal fan of the twelve. Mm. I don't hate Glenlivet as, as a distillery like the way I do Balvini. But um, you know, no one will be cross with it. Ev- everyone has their own tastes, and so I mean, given the choice, I will pick something else, and not mm-hmm. even necessarily whiskey. If mm-hmm. all they've got is there, Glenlivet, 12. there's not a lot of people who are like, "This is horrible," right? Because it's, and I don't really even mean this as a, a criticism. It's inoffensive. Mm-hmm. There's nothing particularly anything about it. It's a nice, mild scotch. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And yeah, yeah, if you hate single malts, yeah. But why are you drinking it in the first place, damn it? No. Um, whereas a lot of other distilleries, because either they don't make the volume, or that's just not their thing. They make, you know, um, I don't know whether every distillery makes, like, um... Well, it's hard to say, because, like, Tomatin 12, they make Tomatin 12 every year. Yeah. And it's fairly consistent. Mm-hmm. But um, when you get into the more aged scotches, I suspect simply because what you have... Like, if you're making a 21, the difference between year over year could be significant. In the same way, um, we've proven that if you get single bottle, you're rolling some dice. <laughs> Gotcha. Um, So, I think I'm going to try and do light water and then a little heavier water and see how that plays out. Hmm. That? I did very light water. Seems to have... Yeah, that hit the nose pretty hard in terms of the change. Yeah, but I mean, it's not just lighter; it's it's changed its quality. Mm-hmm. I don't get punched nearly as much by that sort of citrus in the in the middle there after the. Mm-hmm. I think the floral notes have have come to the fore. 
Yeah, I've lost the plum. I still have a hint of the lemon and the floral. And I just added three drops. So. Yeah, that's all I did either. Well, it's much lighter. Mm-hmm. Lost that initial hit. Yeah. But still, a little, little, little peppery on the finish now. Yeah. Although still getting um, some some definite... Le- I mean, the lemon is not gone. Right. I like that finish better, though. Yeah. The astringent qualities are much reduced. At least for the one I'm... <laughs> <laughs> This this is his Blofeld uh, impersonation. <laughs> I nope. just assumed we had a third guest on the podcast now. No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to drink. <laughs> I don't think that would be a tough task for Bond. No, and, and it wouldn't make you much of a villain, but... Uh, unless... No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to drink. Have some Penderin. <laughs> Unfortunate. And, and then it would be like... You... Evil made me bastard. Pass the Last time I was here, I'm frightened of it now. Uh, Pendrin <laughs> is it's something we may have to bring up from the basement. Gods after the cut. Mm. Pendrin's not here anymore. Oh, Pendrin is a Welsh, um, Scott single malt, hmm. and it is punishment. <laughs> it is. It's not well. It may not be to your taste. It's no. This is just horrid. So the thought occurs to me. I, I have gone to Total Wine several times now, and the only bottle of Pendrin I'm seeing is the thing that's Madeira finished. So maybe they just maybe that's what it always has been, and they just are, are they gave up. Well, I, I I I don't know if this they gave up or if, if that was a change, and now that's the only thing that's available, or if it always was that, and I just never saw the box. Mm. Um, I'm just picturing one of them go. You know, Charlie. This stuff's crap. I know, but what are you going to do? We made it. Well, as, as, so, as someone with Welsh heritage, I think that it's just that in, in that country, we like the punishment. Yeah, that's <laughs> I, I deserve this yeah. scotch. Oh, yes. As, well, as, as a country, this... This is as good as it's going to get for me. <laughs> Isn't it? That's <laughs> all I deserve. <laughs> I mean, it was very... It was I think part of that was the... Um, from now, I, I it was the we've tried to drink scotches from different parts of the country. I mean, okay, technically they're not scotches, but whatever, single malt whiskeys. Mm-hmm. You know what? France, in America, France, Canada, Taiwan, Sweden, Sweden mm-hmm. Japan, um, <laughs> Austria. Did you hit that one already? I know I did not. Okay, so we have the Austria, the French. Yeah, I got the French, Swedish. Um, Taiwanese, Japanese, Indian. Oh, uh, yeah, Indian. Um, and then a couple of American. Yeah. Um, and so the idea of, ooh, Welsh. Mm-hmm. Turns out, ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, no. This is, this is not your specialty. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps another alcohol would be more to your... The Irish, they can make whiskey. The Scots, they can make whiskey. The Welsh, they can make piss. <laughs> they can make you angry. So on the flip side of that, for being for me to not listen to the rest of the episodes of the podcast, especially after this, um, that one surprised you in a negative way. Is there any country that surprised you in a particularly positive way? Well, it's not to the taste of my co-hosts. Mm. I really enjoyed Indian. Okay. Now, it's not that I expected it to not be good. I was just very pleasantly... 
Well, Dave um, likes omelets just fine. I'm the one who does. <coughs> okay. Emirates um, are slightly different in that they've they've done some interesting things with importing peat to, huh. to from Scotland, and then um, and the grains, and because of the altitude. They tend to be aged much less because instead of the what four to five, three to five percent <coughs> angel sugar, you get twelve percent. Oh, so so if you age it to be twenty one years old, it's like here's your cup. <laughs> and they and they age it in the Himalayas <clears throat> specifically to make sure that it takes that long. If if they had it any lower, it would actually uh, go faster because of the heat. Mm-hmm. So so you're you're kind of <clears throat> like yeah, well. Like, this is this is all we can do. <laughs> it's, it's, it's why bourbon doesn't generally age <clears throat> all that long because the angels share in the United States in in temperate zones is when you're not on the coast you get a lot of flux and so it, it goes pretty fast oh. and that's why you never see or almost never see aged tequila because there wouldn't be <coughs> left. Gotcha. <clears throat> Suck on this wood. <laughs> that's all that we could salvage from this barrel. Yeah. <laughs> we brought you this aged tequila sponge. Enjoy. Yeah, and and it really the sad part is it's like I said, su- well, I suppose you could surround. Now this would be weird and probably not good. You could take a a barrel and you surround it with a larger glass enclosure that is airtight, to and the heat stop the evaporation. The well, the heat would still move it in and out of. Mm-hmm. Within the, the, the within barrel, the, but it'd be slower. It'd be slower, and then you could put a drain in the bottom. And as it condenses, anything that condenses gets drained out. I have no idea. It could be the worst thing you could ever produce. Well, that basically be, dis- be distilling again, but um, like that would be a problem, all right? <laughs> well, I, I went even wetter. Let's yeah. It yeah. The nose is kind of gone. Yeah, I I burned through mine all quickly, <laughs> mostly because. These pours were smaller than the Lafroy pours that I had at Burns Night not too long ago. Yeah, that I I, I, and I had six of those in an hour. Oh Jesus! <laughs> yeah, I did not go heavy with those pours, but I, 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 I'm I've, a pro. I've I've got more. There'll be more. Yeah, no, it was it was six t- it was six pours in an hour. They were a trifle bigger than the one you just poured, mm-hmm. and it ended with the cast strength. Oh, oh my! I was upset that I didn't have a buzz. What? Well, we did have a banquet meal first, oh. and I did grab a couple of extra um, rolls and butter so that I had a lot of mm-hmm. roll to, to suck up some of that alcohol while I was doing the tasting, which Carrie looked at me halfway through, and she's like, you do this a lot. <laughs> I should have thought of that. <laughs> it's like, there's a reason we have the crackers and cheese. Mm-hmm. I think I liked it better with just a little bit of water, though. <coughs> Pardon to... me. Ooh. Yeah. Smooth. <laughs> well, you know, the lungs have a different, different experience than yeah. the oh, stomach. Tis, so tis the season. Tis I, the I always season. like to try my scotch wet, or dry, <laughs> wet, and then inhale. <laughs> and that way I get a full experience... Hmm. If you aspirate some of your scotch, you will, you will truly understand what it is to not enjoy it. Um, note, note to self, pull out one of the old humidifiers and... No. Yeah. And diffuse it throughout the room. I like I like a cloud of scotch that pull, I can pull, dance Pull out the filter because I, I, I will buy you that. an essential oil diffuser. We will try this. The essential scotch diffuser. Oh, I like to sleep in Valvini. 
Are you kidding? It'd be Ardbeg. Yeah. It has no, to be Ardbeg. Wait, you wake up. <laughs> Maybe a little bow more. You wake up to to like um, Pete Pete Monster. You wake up. I feel so funky. I'm just trying to imagine the infomercial for this. Like, hello, have you ever wanted to wake up drunk? <laughs> I've done are that. You, are you tired of going to bed drunk and waking up sober? Well, we've got a we've got a product for you. Our essential CPAP vaporizer. Our essentials. Essential alcohols. Diffuser. <laughs> Just pour, fill it full of your favorite... Uh, Whiskey, tequila, and or vodka. <laughs> Smell Lagavulin throughout your home. <laughs> Some people will think you're drunk, but you're not! <laughs> it's just your house! <laughs> you mentioned off the rails earlier, right? <laughs> permanent, you're permanently soused out. And, 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 and if you buy now, the Carvance version. <laughs> oh, no. Just don't stop by the, get stopped by the police. <laughs> no, officer, really. It's just, just my, my car. Air freshener. It's my air freshener. I'm Step so out of the car, sir. <laughs> my car is a drunk. <laughs> it's not me. It's not me. My car was swerving. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> you know, I don't think that one ever works. No. It'll work better as soon as those uh, Google cars are uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> readily available. I'm not driving, officer. Glug, 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 glug. <laughs> I'm not the one driving. <laughs> I suspect there will be laws to prevent that approach. <laughs> Who are you calling a drunk driver? I'm just a drunk sitter. <laughs> um, so, you know, I enjoyed that. Um, I, I didn't blow my socks off, but I found it to be an interesting, slightly different, uh, liked it a little better wet, I'm with you. And... Um, you know, I think uh, I think I will give this a uh, for the interesting lemon. I'm going to give it a three point one. Well, Perrin, I think you should probably describe why a three point one oh, right. means what it means. Because Dave's not here to make you do it. That's right. God damn it! <laughs> All right, for those of you who are not familiar with our scoring system, we go on a one to five system where one is a war crime and five is the best shit you've ever had in your mouth. Uh, We do accept decimals or other fine-tuning that you wish to make. Um, Hence, uh, with three being a, depending on your interpretation, either meh, middle, um, I liked it, but not more than the average. Um, I tend to look at it myself as, under three, I'm not going to buy this. At three, if it was a great price, I might buy it. I certainly would be happy to have somebody give it to me. Over three, that's where you start getting in the, well, if I see it on the shelf, I'll have to think about it. Over four is the, if I have the money, I'm not thinking about it. <laughs> uh, so 3.1, I liked it a little better than nothing special, but it wasn't, um, it had some minor flaws. I think it's pretty solid. Um, thinking back on... Uh Looking at a few things we've had in the last little while, trying to, to put this in perspective. Um, <coughs> I think I liked it a little bit more, uh, mostly probably because it being a spring bike, my expectations were lower. Um, <laughs> so that, that probably gave it an artificial <clears throat> quarter point or so. Um, but yeah, this was, this was pretty good. <coughs> I, I think I'm going to go with the 
Uh, wet is is the little bit better, although I I'm, I'm okay with it either way. Um, which also give it another little bit of a point. Uh, I think I'm gonna give it a three four. Oh, well there. Wow. Yeah. No. This this was uh, this was pretty good. I mean, to to be fair, uh, my scoring system. I mean, you know, three three is the average. Anything under three five is kind of where you had is like this. This is all right. I wouldn't be offended if someone bought a three five or better. Just be like. I, I would you know put this on a, on a gift list, you know mm-hmm. particularly if it was in a price range that more affordable for people than anything more than four. Uh, I will keep a bottle around, um, and and all of those podcasts that I I visit and will leave scotch on. It's the rare occasion where I drop a four on them because those are for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but occasionally I, I I like some of the podcasters I go on you know, with enough that I'll, I'll, I'll give them one because I'm usually dropping four to eight on them. So you know, and I have a lot. And and uh, oh, and then there's the one extra, which is four, five, and above. I'll mug you for it. Technically, above five, you're breaking the scale. So no, no, four, four point five, four point five, and above. I'll mug you for it. Yes, legit. All right, good to know. Let me know what's a four or five so I don't bring it around. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know. I haven't been on this podcast before, so I'm just trying to uh, gauge the scale. But I think I'll go three three for this one. I was actually almost at like a two nine on the first one. I didn't like it much, not wet, but I loved that peppery finish when you added a couple of drops of water. That was really fun. Interestingly, no, um, no peat. Yeah. Well, it's a Campbellton, so yeah. No, I'm not surprised. It's just from the nose you were having. Yeah. And that might just be my nose. Eh. <laughs> it would be nice to go through life having a heavy Pete experience. <laughs> heavy Pete experience is my new Jimmy <laughs> Hendrix cover album. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to be the hard ass and give it a two nine. Um, How could you? I know. I know. I really, really didn't like the finish of it neat. And that's fair. I would rather drink drink it neat, and I just wouldn't drink it. Oh, that's mm-hmm. not as Russian as some Russian judges have been. Or at least I wouldn't be happy. The, the Belarus judge. Sure. <laughs> I was right with you when it was neat. Yeah. Neat, I did not like that mm-hmm. sort of almost, I don't know, a It was really, finish, really strong. The, and I, <laughs> I, <clears throat> the ironically named neat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, we're, not, we're not reading the box? Oh, Gosh, technically the pretentious reading usually comes before the score, but yeah. yeah. See, we don't have Dave, and so. But I love the cork dorkery. Wait, wait, wait. Here. Is there no cork dorkery? Wait, wait, wait. I will. <laughs> no, no, the no. Box. no. <clears throat> All right, fine. Spring bank, spring bank, spring bank, spring bank, green. Spring bank, 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 That's one side. Don't look ahead. Don't look ahead. I just wanted to make I, sure there was card and I believe, on the next one. I believe one can consider oneself fully educated about this box if you barely repeat in your head what I just said approximately three times. Yeah. No, I mean, really, Springbank, as a general rule, does not do anything with their box or label. Uh, this was aged 13 years. Hmm. Um, let's see. Springbank single malt whiskey is free of artificial coloring. It is also not chill-filtered. This will cause a slight natural haze haze, to form when it is cold, but this will disappear when the temperature returns to normal. Yeah, that's about it. Mm. So see, cover them, spring make haze. 
bring back haze. It fills the sky. Was that their ads around Woodstock? Was that? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, it was. Um. So, so tell us something. I, I see you're wearing a Queens of the Stone Age shirt. Yes. Is this a group you have seen? It is a group. I've actually just seen them at the uh, the newly reopened Palace Theater in downtown St. Paul. Ooh. So uh, it was uh, it was a delightful show. Uh, if you couldn't tell by the, uh, you know, thank goodness it's an audio podcast, mohawk and tattoos and everything else, I'm a bit of a punk rock fan. So <gasps> I know. Now I feel somehow unsafe. Uh, I'm bringing the rebellion back to Scott <laughs> drinking. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. Oh, God, I love that sound. <laughs> it's a lovely sound. Ooh. Nice. Are, the last couple of shows I've been to were both burlesque shows. One where I saw these two, and another which was the Star Performing? Wars... Performing? No. Uh, yes. No, no. no they were just not answering me. And then uh, <laughs> just, just recently the Star Wars versus Star Trek. Yeah, we, we missed the Star Wars versus Star Trek burlesque show. That That's unfortunate. <laughs> that sounds right up. Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm having mental... Give me a moment. Okay, that was good. That was good. I I was just picturing. We've had that. Mona on the show, so yeah. Nice. Well, I was also picturing the Battle of the Captains, but you know. Well, um, what, I'm what, just wondering where they sent the triples. What? what um, all over <laughs> Captain Kirk. Oh, well, there'd be no triple at all. Uh, Holly Dazzle <laughs> was being uh, assaulted by uh, thrown triples the entire time she was being oh. on stage as Kirk. It was great. Nice. Yep. Nice. And uh, uh, one of the Renaissance uh, Festival um, uh, gypsy dancers, um, Angela, did uh, her encounter at Farpoint Judge Q, <laughs> which is always fun to watch. <clears throat> nice. Was there a victor? Uh, yes, yeah, Star Trek won. But only because, only because Foxy Tan said so. Um, I, I, I think the applause was pretty even across the board. Uh, you know, it, it really is hard to find a... Like, individually, you can find people who are Star Trek or Star Wars. But collectively, it, it's very, like... I'm curious, is there... Are you a Star Trek or Star Wars? I... I, uh, I am faith agnostic on that one. Mm-hmm. I, I believe in both. Uh, Pressed, I will say, probably Trek more than Wars, but mostly because I've had more exposure. Because one has lots of TV shows and therefore yeah. lots more time to Years. build the universe and such. And, 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 and DS9, yo. Um, but, uh, but, you know, Wars is good. Wars was one of the first sci-fi properties I ever saw. So, you know, mm-hmm. And it's one of my first theater memories of seeing Return of the Jedi in the theater. So... Cool. I have spotty memory of seeing Empire, but I would have been two, so yeah. it's very spotty. But I, I seriously remember watching Jedi because I remember when Luke was being pushed down the the plank on the skiff that I was hiding behind the chair, going, "Is it going to be okay?" Because I was five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that was scary. Very nice. I think. Are we going down the line? Well, why not? Is that, all right. Um, Fill time. Fill time. Uh, I think that um, probably, again, pretty pretty agnostic. I love them both. Um, very strong memories as a kid, both watching Empire and Jedi and watching Star Trek The Next Generation. Um, and uh, I think pushed, I'd probably go Wars, just because I always tend to... Um, 
connect more with the sort of like light versus dark apocalyptic kind of themes uh, than I do with um, you know things that are a little more cerebral and I think Trek's a little more cerebral than Wars I don't think that's <laughs> I don't think that's difficult to say no and that's probably part of why I lean towards that over the other because there's more Dubro fans of Wars than Trek and I hate Dubros so <laughs> fair enough do you have a I plead the fifth I am equal opportunity nerd as boring as that is <clears throat> To be fair, I grew up way more Star Trek. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could quote the animated series to you. That's that's impressive. Yeah, that's your nerve showing. I had all the books, all the all the animated series books, first edition um, Star Trek compendium with the rota- rotating wheel of episode and information. That's that's <laughs> pretty impressive. Which which I will mention, I got at the San Diego Comic-Con in I believe 1978. Um but when it comes to, you know, do you have a preference? Uh, no. It's not like because my my origin was way more Star Trek. Um that was then. I love them both. I love we I love how they have saved <laughs> themselves and where they're going now. Um, so, you know, to me, they're very different. Yes. I mean, one is one is the dark and gritty, we're at war, and will we, people will die, who will, how will this end, will there be betrayal? And Star Trek is much more exploring the universe and the, the best in us, Mostly. Mm-hmm. And I think the other thing with that for me then with the Star Trek is, is I'm a fan of <coughs> coffee shop philosophizing and Star what? Trek is right for that. So, um, and, and in terms of things to, to watch and to talk about Trek, but if I'm going to game, I would much rather game in Star, the Star Wars universe. Because Star Trek games are lame. As a general rule. Comparatively oh, speaking. Well, depends on who's running it. But... Or are you talking about uh, video games? I'm talking about gaming in general. Uh, um, to be fair, I've never gotten the opportunity to RPG the Trek universe, where I know there's a Star Wars rule set. I imagine there has to be a Trek rule set, but I've never seen it. Oh yes, I played. I was uh, role playing Star Trek in college. So tell me the game is called Red Shirts, because that'd be awesome. Richards? Richards. You'd have to roll a new character every single (laughs) session. Well, yes. That's that's just part of the fun. How quickly can you die? (laughs) You go down to the planet. What do you do now? I step out of the shuttlecraft. You're dead. What killed me? Does it matter? (laughs) Kirk's alive, if that brings you any solace. (laughs) Wait, what killed me? Kirk. You were near a lead character. Oh, crap. <laughs> no, no, not just proximity. No, no, not just play a traveler game in a Star Trek universe. <laughs> you wouldn't make it out of character generation. I mean, you don't always, it's traveler. I know. You never would. I know, exactly. This, this is why we'd be probably playing a, a game I'm of just, I'm, I'm picturing the, all right, you have to go through five um, re-uppings, and each one, when you roll a d6 on anything... Between one and six, inclusive, you die. <laughs> but whether, but whether you you die having been named by the leads, or whether you die before they have a chance to name you, your name will always be either Jones or McWilliams. I believe that was the only name they gave to. to that wasn't Red. true. 
If you somehow make it through all of the re-uppings, though, you get the name Guy Flegman. Yes. your chief of security. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I, well, maybe maybe you're the comedic sidekick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, 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 there, and there was on some Kyle. He well, did survive like, several TOS episodes. That's true. And he was a red shirt. Well, what you have to do is time travel so that you're in, in more modern Trek where red shirts wasn't, wasn't like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> it's, this is, you're cheating. <laughs> that shirt should have killed you 12 times over. All right. We are drinking... The Tomatin. Oh, wait, I should. Ha <clears throat> oh, ha <laughs> So. We've had good luck with French oak in the past, specifically the Glenlivet 15 year French oak is probably my favorite of the Glenlivets that mm. is under, <clears throat> under $100. I don't know what the nose is, but I really like it. <laughs> I'm going to have to do a reset because I kind of burned out. I like to take an eyedropper and squirt it up each nostril. And our, <laughs> the pain is exquisite. Uh, as, is that part of the aspiration process? <laughs> as, as, as always, the coffee we use to reset our nose is Truestone Coffee Roasters, Fresh Roast Cool Beans. Promo code SCOTCH will get you 10% off your order on their website, which you should go to and you order should. tasty, tasty stuff. Now, order online, get it delivered right to my house? Yes. All right. Ro- roasted within 24 hours of its arrival. Ooh. For all I know, the postman might be grinding it as he walks up to your house. <laughs> well, the smart thing is to get it, you know, unground because you can do that. Yes. But yes, I can. didn't. Ha- I didn't have a grinder, and now I do. So this, way to be logical. This. This, be this logical. is. This is the. Uh, we're, we're still living I, on the same decaf that we've been living on for the last <coughs> while because you know. I like to get them as beans, <coughs> and then they're not only tasty, but I can get out my frustrations. So I just take the beans and put them between my molars, and then I watch the news, and I just grind my teeth. <laughs> and then I have like coffee. Lovely zen exercise. Yes. But judging by the smell of that, my espresso machine might have a new best friend. So my... Uh... They, are, they are really awesome. And it was also really interesting having a coffee taster tasting scotch. Yes. We, we, we had a couple of the guys from True Stone on with us, um, and they, they made us some coffee, mm-hmm. and we had some scotch. And it was interesting to watch, specifically Tyler's process. Scott, you know, tasted much like we do, but Tyler was very involved in what he was doing. Now, he did not, thankfully, go, smooch, right? (laughs) Because we would have hit him. Well, I I think he understood. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was was a good time. But no, um, speaking of the news, um, uh, a friend of of ours at at OmegaCon, and and most people at the table probably know her, um, Chris Vandekamp. Um, on my Facebook feed today, had a um, post from um, Randy Rainbow doing one of his parody songs, and it was um, all about his base, <laughs> uh, mocking Trump. It was it was very good. <laughs> um, it's a very interesting nose. I'm getting a little oak, not surprisingly. Right. Um, that French oak has a, has a very specific like, note to it. Sort of a. Um, a smoky honey. So that's the French oak. Because yeah, I was gonna say honey. See, see, I, 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 I go smoky vanilla, but I mean, there's probably both. Yep, very sweet. Um, like the maybe, first couple of times. Oh, sorry, go ahead. A little, a little cereal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the first couple of times I went, I'm like, oh, oh, it's a tomato, and then I went, and it's like, oh, but it's French oak. So like, 
the French oak builds and, and so two or three times in, and then it's like, oh, this this might not be that bad because Tomatin, Tomatin is one of those distilleries where everything is cheaper than you think it would be based on its age statement, mm-hmm. and with good reason. Um, but I mean, it's it. There have been very few. I mean, and I'd have to go look at my scores to see right. if this is completely accurate. But I don't remember having a, a Tomatin. Tomatin, you say tomato, I'll drink the damn scotch. Um, <laughs> I don't remember disliking any of them severely but it's a rare one that you're not like oh that's okay it's, you're, they don't tend to be like wow that's an amazing scotch mm. they they shoot for the middle and hit it with great accuracy <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you, you weren't here when we had the manzanita finish the manzanita finish that doesn't sound particularly good well okay so 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 tomatin uh, has recently uh, at least in, in terms of my seeing it in the stores, um, taken on um, the same kind of shenanigans that um, Glenmorangie does, where there's a whole lot of different finishes. Hmm. Um, and they, they, they finish in several sherry casks, and the uh, the Manzanilla cask did not oh, do Manzanilla. Well. I thought yeah. you said Manzanita, which is a California red hardwood. Now, while I was giving or- that little presentation verbally... Um, the three of them made some excellent face at me, so <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm expecting this to be a tomato, <laughs> and you won't be disappointed. <laughs> yep, that's a tomato. <laughs> and yet we were disappointed in your lack of face. Uh, poker face, yo. Um, <laughs> no, I. <laughs> He's crying on the inside. I'd have to have feels to cry. I might cry on the outside after another one of those needs. <laughs> Yeah, this, this is. A I'm little definitely brutal. having some intense feels. You know, it's not okay. To be fair, it's it's not great. It's not as bad as that is. It's not, that is a no, very it's not fair horrible. thing. No. It's yes. just it's just inadequate. Yeah. <laughs> um, subpar, subpar, below average. I would give this as a gift to somebody I didn't like. Less than mediocre. I think especially after the last one, this one just doesn't have much that stands out about it. It doesn't have that really lovely sort of mild intro with us something very different in the middle and a nice finish. It's just sort of that's a thing I put in my mouth. I'm I'm kind of a um, old leather, not yeah, really old. Yeah, like, um, worn out shoe. Yeah, old boot. Yeah. Definitely some smoky notes on the end. A little bit. Yeah. Um, Which was almost at saving grace. Yeah. <laughs> Yet, not quite. Mm. Yeah, there, there's a, a bitter that goes with it. It's, it. it's it's like... Like you dug an old boot out of a burnt out house? Hmm. Umami. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Actually, I'm getting more like tongue depressor wood. It's, it's mm. like, is it unpleasant wood? It's like popsicle stick. Yeah, mm. it's just not. Mm. I mean, the little wooden spoons they give with, with the ice cream cups. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> no, because those come with ice. Those come with ice cream. So, like a bite of ice cream. But so if you no. opened up the ice cream cup and it was just wooden spoons on the inside, <laughs> pureed. <laughs> you were expecting scotch. You got ice cream spoons. How does this work? Um, I will say, I've tried some more. And the very end of the um, the finish is actually nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do like the finish, but there is no 
So it's like the nose and the very end. The very start and the very end. And if you could somehow skip through the middle. Yeah. You had a very gracious host greet you. He beat you up for three hours. And then he sent you away with a delightful gift basket. <laughs> I don't know. I once had a, a, a choir director tell me if you start well and end well, the, the middle doesn't matter as much. So I, I think they were lying. This, this tells me they were yeah, lying. Yeah, that, that sounds like a load of hooey. Start strong and you end strong. You feel confident. Yes, a little, little, little Eddie Izzard. Yeah. <laughs> so, a little water. Hopefully this will open it up a little bit. Well... I, I fear it brought the badness of the palate to the fore of the nose. <laughs> yeah, uh, still yeah. that coffee bean. <laughs> cha cha cha. <clears throat> yeah, I'm I'm gonna do a reset and, and hope that it gets better. <laughs> I'm not getting much of anything <clears throat> on the nose. Actually, hope. wet. Not bad. Not good. Just not much. I'm there. Oh, just yeah. gone. Yeah, no, to me, it, it brought out what I was tasting. In that yeah. middle bit, that sort of leathery? Yeah. Hmm. And there's a... It's kind of an acetone to the nose, too, that wasn't there. So I've... I've... I no, no, I got it now. New football. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> well, that's appropriate, considering what's happening in our... Uh... In our fair little town this week, yeah. Uh, that I'm running out of town for, which sa- which not sadly, but the Super Bowl matter matters a whole lot more to me than it ever did before, and and it has to because I work for corporate at Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, and and we may have we are expecting the with our new website the <coughs> busiest day of the, the week. And then the day is going to be the busiest oh. for delivery and um, web hits we've ever had in our existence. You'll be incredibly busy with my party alone. Oh? So I, I'm from out in the... My dad's side is from England, as, as we may have uh, mentioned before. Or Great Britain, United Kingdom. I wouldn't want to offend any the, Welsh the listeners. Ook. Yeah. Um, uh, my mom's from out in uh, eastern Pennsylvania, so our, our family was all very happy with... You know, much to the chagrin of everyone else at work, our family was sure. very happy with the results of the sure. of last week's game. Yeah, and so. I, I saw a lovely infographic today that was um, most of the country is sea green rooting for the Eagles uh, or the Seahawks or whichever team it is. I don't pay attention. <laughs> and then there's New England and a couple little dots in Texas that's red rooting for the Patriots. And then there's Minnesota colored yellow. Sting, get off my yard. <laughs> and I'm like, yes. This is why I will be in Hastings all weekend and away from this nonsense. Yes. Yeah, so we're... They, they actually have a, a max number of delivery orders. Hmm. And when we when we hit the pre-order on that, we don't take Except any anymore. orders because we know the capacity... That is safe. And I don't know if we'll hit it. It's 156,000 orders. <laughs> And we might. I hope we do. Is that by the order or by the wing? That's that's by the order. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think last year it was 67 18-wheelers of wings. Holy. Yeah. Chicken. Holy cro- guacamole, which, <laughs> which we don't actually have no. as a sauce. Hmm. I'm surprised. Just mix that with some chipotle, a little yeah, habanero. No, there's... Oh, you 
Now the oh, scorpion rum sauce. It, oh, um, yeah. I thought you were gonna bring me some of that. Yeah, I, I keep forgetting to. You need to remind me. Oh, yeah. We we did a special. Um, they do uh, LTO limited time offers, mm-hmm. and they did one called scorpion rum, which Ooh. is the Scotch bonnet. Um, oh no! no, it was a scorpion no the scorpion scorpion pepper plus rum and such. The uh, what is the the wild no blazing is the Scotch bonnet. Um, I did find out. The Carolina Reaper has been replaced as the hottest pepper um, in existence twice. Wow! In in a three month period, it, it, through August or September of last year, it was the <coughs> Carolina Reaper, which I have to say, kudos to the name. Yeah, I mean, and then um, the Dragon's Breath took it for like one month, and the number one, and that was like two. 2.1 million Scovels. The current record holder is the X-Pepper at, I think it's 3.6 million Scovels, which is approximately three times the Carolina Reaper. I just can't like, imagine. I, I here, can't. touch this. <laughs> I had the thing that was usurped, I can't remember the name of it for the life of me, but by the Carolina Reaper, and I wanted to Excise the that's demons the ghost, that's the ghost, from my mouth. The ghost pepper. Yeah, that was not a pleasant experience. Or wait, it's either ghost pepper and then um, scotch bonnet. No, I think it is scotch bonnet then ghost pepper. Ghost yeah. pepper. So yeah, that would have been the ghost pepper. Yeah. I, I enjoy ghost peppers. Um, I, I like watching re- people insert whatever react to tasting. Yeah. Um, they, there is a show... Irish people try the Carolina Reaper. <laughs> oh, God. And it's absolutely hilarious. It is it is so worth watching on YouTube. It's it's only a couple minutes, but I was watching um, some other people try the Carolina Reaper, and one of them's like, just a few minutes ago, I was happy. <laughs> I'm just like, well... I think it is universally more fun to watch someone try a pepper than do it yourself. Oh God, yes. Speaking earlier about uh, about gaming, um, there's a uh, there's a, a channel called Hot Pepper Game Review where they will give folks Carolina Reapers or Ghost Peppers or what have you, and then have them try to you know professional reviewers generally just all right review this game first eat this <laughs> and Jesus. so they eat it and then they open their mouth and they're just like and this is a game that was developed by. You know, you just you, they can barely get three words out. What I love is when they tried the, one of these crazy Carolina Reaper and got the hiccups. Oh no! Oh, no. Like, oh god! If, if, if I have anything hotter, hotter than a habanero, I will start with uncontrollable hiccups for a little while, and depending on how hot it is, determines when they'll stop. Like, or if I can get access to cheese bread, cheese bread will, will help kill that. The guy was just like, "It's worth coming back." It's coming back. The the best they had on um, a a um, oh, what's his name British um, sh- uh, angry chef Gordon uh, Ramsay Gordon Ramsay um, no. doing uh, some show and somebody had brought from the audience what is known as the hottest curry in England and he and his guest tried it and Gordon Ramsay was just like oh. Oh my god, that that is shit. <laughs> that is that is painful. I 
That's a test of manliness, not food. Well, then he's, he's well, and he just took like a pinkies amount. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's oh oh, you hear the voice. <laughs> I do um, think the best thing that we can say for this tomaton, since uh, we stopped talking about that to talk about peppers, is it's at least a little better wet. Yeah, it's, it's no one immediately went. Oh dear, I'm making a face now. Mm-hmm. The and the, the finish finish is all right. I, I found I found it to not have any strong, terribly strong note statement. I don't feel like I need to brush my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> a ringing endorsement. <laughs> there may be some experimentation with making a house blend. <laughs> what would you blend it with? Oh, cork jerky. I, I, I that's what I got to figure out. Is I'll have to play with it, but I've got options. <clears throat> <clears throat> Tomaton Distillery, home of the finest sing- Highland single malt Scotch whiskey, is located in the Mulahuaca <laughs> Mountains, just south of Inverness, capital of the Highlands of Scotland. Established in 1897, Tomaton, to rhyme with satin. Because he always says it wrong. It's funny. Every time. Every time. Tomato. Satin. <laughs> to rhyme with satin. Is also one of the highest distilleries in Hell Scotland satin. at 315 meters above sea level. The soft waters of the Altnafirth Freeburn. Freeburn! Which run clear and pure through the mountains help to create a highland malt with delicate flavors, yet a rich and mellow style. It's undoubted quality and consistently make for a f- truly fine dram. Twelve years old. Aroma, malty biscuits, vanilla, coconut, red fruits, coconut. white peach, and cashew nuts with fresh rocket. What? <laughs> rocket? Nope, fresh rocket. Says rocket right coconuts. Um, rocket fuel, maybe. Um. <laughs> Candy sweets, toffee, and butterscotch come through as it warms. Palette. Delicious sweetness. Candy and Mars. Candy? Like we should throw some Jolly Ranchers in it, maybe? Cheesecake base. Peppered with cloves. Finish. Nice and creamy. I <laughs> declare cork dorkery! That is some serious cork dorkery. Of all of that, maybe the butterscotch. <coughs> also, is there a more British phrase than the first note on there? What was that? Buttered biscuits? No, Malty biscuits. Malty biscuits. Oh my god! Malty biscuits! How did I miss that when I was smelling it? <laughs> Sir, your malty biscuits are running. Um, well, this is the country that brought us tripe. Mm. <laughs> All right, fair can, Candy sweets. Could we be more specific? As there I'm, are I'm more than one. Jelly ranchers. I, I'm still, and the finish, <laughs> light and creamy. Creamy what? <laughs> it's just well, light and creamy. Creamy fish? Eh. Might be. I mean, it was a little bitter. With fresh rocket. <laughs> oh, that's what I was tasting. Fresh rocket. 
I totally felt like I was eating cookies at Cape Canaveral. It was, you know. <laughs> you know, this, I, I see what they meant, but my mom, I thought the rockets were slightly old. <laughs> Bottle rockets? Was that the smoke? Sa- Saturn four at least. <laughs> <laughs> These are the ones that still separate. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that's some, that's some righteous bullshit. <laughs> Yeah. What did you call it? Cork dorkery? Cork dorkery. Yeah. Oh, I love that. that, that, that yes, that. next time you go to the liquor store, just read the backs of boxes. <laughs> I mean, cork dorkery. It's, it's one thing if if we like were like, well, we thought it was more of a peach and they're listing a uh, white fruit. Okay. okay. Mm. Or even, I thought it was lemon, they say orange, and you can go, well, okay, it's uh, interpretation, blah, blah, blah. But man, when you read some of this and you're like, no. No, no. I don't remember old shoe leather anywhere on there. <laughs> um, that That's where you start Or with some it. of the Highland Parks where there was literally a, you know, storybook inside of six pages of this. Well, as you're reading, you have, or as you're drinking, you have something to read. <laughs> Young Atreu didn't realize that the peat he had discovered would soon change his life forever. <laughs> And and by the way, the Mohawk Mountain is spelled M O N A D H L I A T H, which I believe is pronounced You're the one who might have a prayer here. I'm throwing, I'm, I'm, I'm throwing I'm Josh assuming, to the wolves. I was assuming you said like Mandalay or something. Like um, might have been, but I'm sticking with Mohawk. It's funnier. Mundaleth? Something like that? Mundaleth? I'm going to have to call my Q. <laughs> I, I have a friend who goes by Q, and he's a Glaswegian. Ah. And and so one of the fun things is when we, we were like, when we had him on the show, and we were asking him, what about this? How do you pronounce this? What about this scotch? How's this one pronounced? I would have had the perfect accent when I was two, but uh, not anymore. <laughs> But I doubt you would have had a great reading. No, no. <laughs> I would have been like, I can't read that word. No. So but, I how, can, but I can pronounce it. How long did you... Uh... Uh, I lived in Scotland until I was, I think, three or four. So I was born in Musselburgh outside Edinburgh. Oh, cool. Which is probably where I got my love of scotch from. They're probably the babysitter, you know. Oh, like in no the back bar. From a, hey, have a wee nip of this. Yeah, we're a bit loud. Drink. Yeah. <laughs> have a drink. <laughs> Isn't that isn't that one of the children's games? Yeah, you know well, whoever knocks over the blocks first drinks. Yeah, I, well, I do say over there it's not alcoholism; it's a national pastime. It's like baseball. I learned from my friend Q how to play beer baseball. I've not learned how to play that. This sounds <laughs> I'm like sorry, a game. Not beer I'd love baseball, to play. beer golf, beer golf, beer, beer golf. golf. I'm sorry, my my. Well, shouldn't it be scotch golf? Eh, it would be shinty, but that would involve beating somebody with a club. Um, or you, you, as most you, Scottish people, you hear what the is game is to understand why it'd be so, a bad idea to play with Scott. So you line up nine pints. No, nine, oh. yeah, no, it's nine pints. All right, that is a round of golf. The goal is to beat the score of the other player, and so you start with the first beer, which is a pint. And, and you try and drink it as a hole-in-one. Glug! That's one. <laughs> and, and so 
par is three. I see. So I see. you try and get as many um, double birdies and birdies as possible before you start maybe bogeying a few holes. And uh, my friend was telling me, well, yeah, the goal is to get a hole in one on the first two, at least two pints. Just like, dear God, <laughs> no. And then and then you knock off the middle couple holes as a birdie, and then a par, and because you're probably going to give something back in the last couple holes, and that depends on your opponent. I'm just like, how come you're not dead? <laughs> because nine pints of beer. Who cares how many times you swallowed? Yeah. Nine pints of beer is a fuck ton of beer. That is that is uh, that is the correct measure. Yes. <laughs> It's just, it's, what, just over a gallon? Here, drink a gallon of beer. Quickly. But don't do it in more than nine gulps. <laughs> well, most people, I think even he would admit, can't get nine holes in one. <laughs> Which seems reasonable. Except for the Which legendary dead Fred. <laughs> also known as the mad gulper. <laughs> You did say off the rails already. Oh, I, I'm not even imagining anywhere in the vicinity of accent anymore. We have wandered into the forest. <laughs> Tree! Tripped over a different body unrelated to us and have now moved on to the highway. I get the best parts. Bringing the dead body. I'd like to think we're still well, on the train somehow. It's we, rolling we, along the We're not sure when someone's going to find us. We need a draft. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so who would like to start the voting? <laughs> Oh yeah, there's still numbers. That sounded like volunteering to me. I don't know. Fair enough. Um, I found it somewhat less than enjoyable. It was not horrible, however. I mean, there was a mild face to start. The nose was delicious. Um, I think I'm going to go with a two-five. I mean, because even though there were, the nose was enjoyable to start with, it wasn't good wet, it wasn't good dry, the finish was really not that good. Um, yeah, it just, it kind of disappointed on almost every level, and while the nose was pleasant, I'm only going to snort my scotch for so long before I actually drink it. Um, and depending on price point... Two four or two five. Um, if I was hard up for cash, I could drink this <laughs> or give it as a gift to someone I don't care about all that much. If you were really hard up for scotch, you could drink this. <laughs> so uh, I'll go with two four. <laughs> I'll say two two or two two five, depending on how. Accurate, you know, tiny we want to get. Um, I really dry. I, if I had ordered this at a restaurant and tried to do it neat, if I didn't have a glass of water with me, because mm-hmm. I don't know, um, I don't think I would have finished it. I really didn't like, like you said, the nose was awesome, and that's sort of its saving grace, but the finish wasn't nice. I certainly didn't like the body. I did not like <laughs> the way. The, the sort of first taste either. Um, the best I can say for it wet is it made it less bad. That's still not good. 
you would not drink this with a mouse. You would not drink this in a house. You would not drink this here or there. You would not drink this anywhere. I do not like this tomatin. I think I'll throw it in a bin. Yes. I mean, that's actually a very good way of thinking about it, not the Susie and Rhyme. But if you ordered this at a restaurant and it came, I would have been really sad and disappointed. I would have felt like I truly threw away money. You might have actually been honest with the waiter mm-hmm. when he said, what did you think of that? How, how was and, it? Well, I didn't care for it Lousy. that much. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the thing is, it's also, um, in a weird way, I'd much rather have a great tasting scotch with a poor nose. Because the nose is nice, but it almost it just makes you feel disappointed. Mm-hmm. Whereas a nose that you don't enjoy, followed by a delicious scotch, would be like, Wow, what a wonderful surprise! Mm. <laughs> I think you're all being very generous. <laughs> <laughs> I think there is no reason this deserves to even be more than two. Trying to decide if I hate it more than that. Um, no, this, this was not good. Um, again... Some of that might be I had my hopes up because French oak has done well with us in the past. Um, on the other hand, I did have the fact that it was a tomatin to, to balance it out. Um, but no, this, this was no good. If Dave were here, he would flat give it a two or less. There's, there's no question on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he felt the way the rest of us do, and I imagine he would. Um, thinking on this, I, I, I do think I liked it more than the Manzanilla one, so I'm going to take a quick page back. And I did give that one a one nine, so I guess I am going to give this a straight two because I did like it just that touch more. Um, I, I do think this has some potential for me to like try to blend it with some other things that I've got. Um, I, I don't know, like Pendering. I said, with it, <laughs> trying to make it better, not worse. Um, and actually, who knows? That actually might make the two of them two bads cancel out. Two two negatives makes a positive. So you know, I have mustard uh, gas. What happens if I add a biological agent to it? <laughs> I never would have guessed that adding the ammonia to the chlorine were a bad idea. <laughs> they both say they're cleaning agents. <laughs> mm. Yeah, so no, this this was this was not happy times. Um, and the sad thing is, we've got at least one more. I'm sure that one will be delicious. <laughs> it's a Pedro Zimenez. <laughs> I'm sure he's fifteen be... times the charm. Yeah. <laughs> they we haven't quite gotten that far with Tomatin, but they couldn't possibly make them all horrible. <laughs> I think they're up to that challenge. <laughs> Even the eighteen was like, huh? That's that phrase about a broken clock, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like drinking a broken clock, isn't that how the phrase goes? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, as someone pointed out to me, this is just like well, well, it may be true clock. that a broken <laughs> clock is right twice a day. A clock that is two and a half hours fast is wrong all the time. <laughs> so fair. Yes. Now, I I will say that I've had just their straight twelve, and been uh, pleased. I, I have felt <sighs> no. I have felt I got my money's worth. Well, it's because it's twenty dollars. Ding! <laughs> if you're gonna do that, you might as well Glen Murray because that's better. No, and actually, still $20. what you should do is go to Trader Joe's and get the Isla Storm, which is only twenty-five. Yeah, and um, is actually good. stunningly good. Yeah. If you if you're looking for a cheap scotch mm-hmm. that you'll drink and go, holy shit, that's really tasty. Trader Joe's Isla Storm. What the fuck? Very good. I, yeah. It's it's an amazing. I mean, for a $25 scotch, it's amazing. I'll have to give it a shot. Yeah. Isla Storm. Isla Storm. 
we we were trying this doing scotch on the cheap, and we tried it. We were like, oh, it's Trader Joe's scotch. <laughs> this is kind no, of a lot suck. of a lot of Trader and, Joe's uh, um, store brand stuff is literally just like stuff three times the price in the Trader Joe's. Well, store. I'm sure they don't actually have their own distillery. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you know, um, I was just disappointed because if you get certain. Like uh, Chinese food at uh, Trader Joe's, it's lists Trader Ming on the, Ooh. and then there's other Trader whatever, and the the scotch isn't from like Trader McGregor or Trader. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fun, but um, so who has something to flog? Well, it's uh, the beginning of February, and that means that we've got uh, a Fearless Lab coming up, but more importantly, we have. Uh, Fearless Five Conspiracies opening, um, I believe uh, it would be Friday the 9th is our opening show. I would I should really have double-checked that before we started flying things, but I'm, I'm, I'm fairly certain that's true. I'm not going to be there because I'm having my birthday party that night. Well, birthday party, birthday dinner. And uh, after dinner, I'm heading over to somebody else's birthday party who is a decade younger than me, uh, but is wisely doing her thing at Merlin's Rest. And I'm okay with going from four paws to Merlin's Rest because that's the thing I can do. Um, so it's going to be a good old night for me. Just remember the following phrase, you old man. Get off my lawn. I've been saying that for years. I, damn I, why, why, why would I have waited to say that? Because, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that's the, the, the major things to, to flog for me in February. So Fearless Five, I'm I'm curious about that. What, what so, is so Fearless Five is the length of a play, but it is actually five one act plays, um, all strung together, not related to each other in any way, other than they are all in the same theme. Which this year is conspiracies. Last year we did a, a theme of of harbingers, um, and we had some some interesting plays come out of that. Uh, Tim Uren being a crazy old man who discovered an odd fish um, near Innsmouth thinking that it was a sign and it was just some actor filming something up up the coast that had lost a prop. Um, and then <laughs> weird shit happened anyway. Um, so, yeah, that, that I can totally but, see. But Tim, Tim, Tim Uren playing a crazy person is always fun to watch. Um, Wait, it's a roll? <laughs> I didn't say it was a stretch. Oh, okay. I said it was a roll. Um, but yeah, this year it's going to be conspiracies. Uh, I had the privilege of uh, being at auditions and, and getting to see um, a couple of scenes from, from each of the shows. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to, to seeing everything, how, how it plays out. So think of classic conspiracies, and there's a decent chance that one or two of those will end up in the show as a little one act. So That sounds right up my alley. Where can I see that? This will be at the Mounds Theater. All right. And I think we've got a two-week run, maybe a three-week run. But is it on your website? I'm sure it is on the website, which would be fearlesscomedyproductions.com. There you go. Lovely. Do either of you have something you would like to flog or expound upon? Ooh. Um, oh, well, I should have warned you about this. Yes. <laughs> I, was, I was not aware because of details Someone at the table things. may have a band. Uh, <laughs> you say I, with musical <coughs> instruments. With musical instruments, we've never had those. On instrument the show galore. Instrument galore. Wait a minute. Uh, it's myself and a guitarist. We used to have more, and then our drummer decided he wanted to go teach English he, in South Korea. He, di- he died. Yeah, <laughs> he was a drummer. After Close all. enough. <laughs> 
The floor was not even enough, and he fell over, tragically. Um, Please tell, what is the name of your band? The name of the band is Virtual Sunset. You can find us uh, on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash virtual sunset. Um, uh, we also have a SoundCloud under the same name. Um, we are currently uh, writing a CD, a 10-song, 10 10-original 10 CD, um, that should be going in studio near the end of this month. Um, and so you can look on d- for details on that Facebook page for a CD release party that should be coming up this summer. Um, I also work for uh, the radio station The Current, um, and so if any of you have uh, have any kids, uh, Rock the Cradle is coming up in just a couple of weekends. I want to say really? it's the end of February. God, it doesn't seem like it can't bring danger. Doesn't yeah. say like it was seem like it was that long ago. But yeah, because I remember being at the last one and it was warm. It, it was. Wait. So there's Rock the Garden, and then there's Rock the Cradle. And Rock the Garden tends to be in the summer, and Rock the Cradle is a, an event for kids specifically. Yeah. Um, no, it and, was... Maybe maybe I'm just misremembering. We had a really early spring last year, and yeah. then it got cold again for a while. And it's okay. also possible that a couple of years... This is mm. not the first year. They may have changed it. Mm. I think they used to try and do them right back to back, <clears throat> and okay. that sort of made our events team want to drink an entire bottle of Tomatin. Ah, um, no, I do. Yeah, it was, it was that time of year. I remember because I was... Long story short, I wasn't a fan of the website, which mm. didn't really communicate information. No, no, it did not. Um... But yes, that's actually coming up Sunday, February 11th. I highly recommend it. Um, it's a very fun event. Really, really good for kids and families. Mm-hmm. More information at thecurrent.org. I got nothing. <laughs> I'm boring. I would be breathing daily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were, we're, Carly and I are knee-deep doing convergence crap for the next yes. little while. So. Yes, I, there's convergence, always convergence. Yeah, so. yeah, quitter. I'll, I'll still be running your your goddamn art auction. Well, there's that. And bossing people around at main stage because I like to. Yeah. <laughs> this is for pleasure, not for yeah. money. Yeah. No. 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 I just do it because I can. <laughs> you sit. Take off your goddamn hat. We're, we're indoors. Show some respect. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing why you recommended I get off my lawn now. <laughs> goddamn right. Kids. I knew I liked you guys. I knew I kids liked you these guys days. Already. Where's my taser? <laughs> um, actually, I would, I, I wouldn't do this because she wouldn't stop. But man, would I love to bring my daughter, Rowan, Rowan, go tell him to take off his hat because <laughs> she would do it in a heartbeat and have a blast doing it. <laughs> we we just put in her, the order for her cake. That I'll flog Nadia cakes if you're oh, yeah. if you're looking for amazing cupcakes. Or stunning cakes. Try Nadia cakes. I wonder if I can tell them I'll flog them on a podcast. Give me a cupcake. <laughs> I hope so because I would I would flog them on a podcast for, <laughs> for one of their so cakes. So we, we just went there and, and ordered a cake for her birthday because oh. she is turning six. Well, then I'm jealous of your Jesus. daughter because I've never gone to Nadia cakes for my birthday. So. For the Vikings game, we ordered it. <laughs> well, didn't order. We went and picked up because they had them in their case a one eyed, one horned, flying purple people eater. Nice. <laughs> in honor of the classic. Mm. And it it was amazingly tasty because Nadia Cakes. And it also Visual Gag on an audio podcast coming. Yeah, I know. Well I'm I'm showing it. Well, so well while he's figuring that out, does anybody have a toast so we can close this mother out? Um there. There's there's a cake. 
Which, that's, you know, if, if Perrin remembers to send me the picture, I'll try I'll, to put it in the show I'll notes. Send, I'll send the cake. That is absolutely a one-eyed, one horn flying burble people eater. Yes, Although much more adorable than I would have It is. Well, before. you know, they were always adorable, which is sort of their hunting technique. Oh, what an adorable... Oh, Jesus, my leg! <laughs> They're like the uh, little miners from Galaxy Quest. To the Tomatin, as reliable and disappointing as the Minnesota Vikings. Here, here. <laughs> Accurate. I was looking for the... Um, Dave! Dave! From Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. 